Good morning, everybody. This is your host, Raymond Ricks II. And as you hear, that's my son, Raymond Ricks III. And welcome to Intervisions of the Inspired Podcast. This episode is going to talk about how to overcome your darkest fears. This is something that so many of us have. And we don't want to be defined by our darkest fears. So we're going to talk about some examples on how to overcome them. And now you can move on and be a better person in life on Inner Visions of the Inspired Podcast. We're taking one step at a time, or as they say, we're taking it one day at a time because healing matters. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back and a good morning. Um, I'm here with my son. Um, Normally, I was supposed to be at work this morning. But I got to make sure I take care of my son because he's first. He comes first. And um, normally I have my show on at five something. But lately I haven't been doing much of it, you know, because I want to stay focused on, you know, my son. He's not feeling the best. He's getting better better, nothing serious, but, you know, something that I want to monitor as a father, so that's why I'm here for him, so, now, besides the podcast, I have two jobs, two jobs, you know, one in, um, as a, um, trade, and another as, a residential nurse technician, so, I have two good jobs, working for two great companies. Um, the second job, I have a close relationship with my boss, so want to give a special shout out to her, Miss um, Erica Baker, yes. Miss Erica Baker will be our guest um, as far as you know, dealing with depression. Um, I don't know when that's going to be, but when me and her sit down and talk, we will announce it. But um, this segment is about overcoming your darkest fears. Um, fear is something that hinders us from moving forward. Fear is something that prevents us from taking that next step to growth. Because without growth, there's no progress. And without progress, there's no hope. And um, by being able to overcome your darkest fears, that's, uh, that's, that takes a strong person. It takes a 
person who has a lot of courage, a person who is willing to sacrifice something just to basically get to that level of maturity. When you get older, you're supposed to mature, but if you like maturity at a certain age as far as if you're 40-something, then that means you haven't been practicing on yourself. You haven't been working on yourself. You haven't been getting the help that you need. And when you don't grow at that point in your life, then that's a scary situation that you have to examine. All right. <clears throat> I want to tell you a story about working at a job that I had. All right. It's a job that I've mentioned, the hospital job. I won't say its name. It's best that I don't say it, you know, due to legal reasons. I keep their name out of their mouth, out of my mouth, okay? But let's just say it wasn't the best experience. When you have, you know, bosses or employees, well, employees telling the boss beautiful lies about me, nine times out of ten, the boss is going to believe them. And so, when I try to apply for different positions in the hospital, but because of the beautiful lies that was told about me, they denied it. They denied me, and I've had, I'm telling you, I've been called a lot of names. People have questioned my mental health. People have questioned my ability to learn on the fly. People have questioned my attire. People have questioned me altogether. All right. And I mentioned it on my Instagram live that don't demonize people who are bitter. Don't demonize them. All right. Because people, people who are strongly bitter is dealing with something traumatic. That event that made them bitter psychologically has traumatized them. All right. But despite that um, my son is like sitting right next to me, I already fed him breakfast and it's already clothed and bathed. So that's my number one priority right there. I love my son, I really do. But, um, but people won't tell you, let me get back to the subject. Well, people will not tell you the people who are Dealing with bitterness is actually, they're actually doing pretty good in life. Some of them actually have better jobs than those who are not bitter. They won't tell you that bitter people tend to do well because they are fueled. They are so fueled to prove doubters wrong that they work extra harder to get to that next level. Bitter people actually 
or more self-aware about people than those who are not bitter. I'm not saying that bitterness is good. Trust and believe me, you gotta heal from that. But I'm saying many people use that to learn who and who not to put in their lives as far as people. They are made self-aware, they are awoke. The real woke. Okay. So that is the advantage of being a little bitter. Sometimes being bitter makes you work twice as hard. It will piss you off to the point to where you are so relentless at getting to where you at and trying to prove that was wrong that you would shut yourself out from friends, family, so that you can get to where you need to be. We need that little bitterness to pick us up. But once you reach that goal, continue to stay there, all right, and work your way. Now you can work your way out of bitterness. Bitterness is not good. Bitterness can be a distraction, but bitterness of a traumatic experience, you can use that to, to really motivate you. But I'll look at it like this. The people who try to traumatize you in the past that made you bitter, they know they can't beat you. They can never beat you. They can never be better than you. They can never be one step ahead of you. That's why they do what they so that's why they do what they do. Okay. Honestly, when I wrote the Google reviews about this particular place, now that I've met a you know, met off some former former people that I used to work with, I put it in a professional way. They looked at me and would not say a word. And deep down inside, I'm laughing. When you put it professionally, when you put it in the best content possible on your experience of that particular field, that particular workplace that you're at, it's like poetic justice. You're getting poetic justice, but you're doing it the right way. You're doing it the right way and you're basically, basically, it's not teaching them a lesson, but it's like letting that place know that this is what's going on, you need to fix it. There is better ways to do certain things, but I, I want to mention the best way to overcome your darkest fears, work on yourself. Just remember that you're not the only one going through a dark fear. Another one is to find something that you enjoy. Think about, think about that, think about the potential and not the loss. Now the loss is, hey, 
we all we all going to suffer a loss, but just think about the benefits that we'll have. Use that to fuel you up. All right, when people say that I would not amount to anything at that job, I use that to fuel my fire. All right, going to school, you know, trying to work on my degree, working in two good jobs, having a house. I'm running it, but it's a beautiful house. Having my own family, you know, having a relationship with my son. Hey, buddy. Hey. Hey. My son is looking at Daniel Tiger. <laughs> Yeah, he loves Daniel Tiger. Yeah, but my relationship with my son has really helped me grow. But it's also helped me enjoy life again. Despite dealing with depression and anxiety and the effects of it. Because depression has affected my mental health. And I'm um, working closely to get back to where I need to be. It's almost there, but there's still some areas I need to um, brush up on. But my son has kept me grounded. My son has kept me humble. And my son has taught me the importance of fatherhood. Buddy, buddy. So that's my son, everybody. That's my son. Say hi to everybody, son. Say hi. Say hi, little Ray. Okay. He's so focused on Daniel Tiger. <laughs> but um, I want to read a couple of chapters of Inner Simplicity by Elaine St. James. If y'all haven't gotten it, please order Inner Simplicity, 100 Ways to Regain Peace and Nourish Your Soul by Elaine St. James. This book has really, has really helped me look at things spiritually. All right. Here's this. Learn to forgive. All right. When I read this chapter... It's like, it's like going through that traumatic experience. It hurts you so much that you don't think you will ever forgive somebody or you don't think you will ever recover. But as time goes on, as they say, time heals all wounds. As time goes on and you realize that, hey, look here. I'm at a better place in my life. I'm in a better space. So in order for me to fully move on and grow, I have to forgive. You don't have to like what happened to you, but you have to forgive and just move forward to the best of your abilities. It's okay to still be better They have, hey, the person has every right to be bitter. But after the bitterness 
comes healing. And when you heal first, then you're able to learn how to forgive. Experience and the God of your understanding will make you, will help you learn how to forgive. All right. Here's another chapter. Here's another chapter that really helped. All right. Develop gratitude. I'm only going to read a few parts of it. Now that you've taken a look at how mistakes can be positive factors in your life, make a list of all the things you've done right and all the things that you are grateful for. Just look at your family, friends, your home, your car, your town, your health, your job. Just look at what you have and just think, how did you get it? Why are you able to afford to get the things that you've gotten, like getting a car, my own car? I'm going to tell you something. My car note is not cheap. It's high. Okay. I've had made mistakes as far as financially and my credit. But I'm just so thankful to have transportation to where I can take my son to places he need to go to. I'm thankful to have transportation so that I can get back and forth to work to provide. That's what fathers do. That's what real men do. A good friend of mine who um, I work with told me something very powerful. When I first told him that you know, my wife was pregnant and we we're expecting a son. He told me, man, any man can make a baby, but a real man takes care of one. That's something that sticks to me this day. And ever since he told me that, I embrace fatherhood. That brother don't know how that helped me out because I had fear of being a father. Let me, let me be very clear with you. I had a fear of taking care of a child because not only was, wasn't I ready, I was not ready, but mentally I had that mentality to where I didn't want to take care of anybody. I didn't feel like taking care of myself sometimes. It's like I was in a phase to where I was so comfortable doing things for myself doing things for my wife, but I was so focused on me that I forget about the people who helped me along the way. It was all about me, 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 me. But it goes to show you that now you develop your own seed and your seed is growing. It's time to help develop your seed to grow just like a flower or just like uh, growing foods okay you put the seed on the ground put dirt around it water it watch it grow watch it grow alright without growth there's no positive spirit 
can't be spiritual without growth. I don't care who you are. That's right. And I'm telling you, when he said that to me at work, that's when I decided that I will challenge myself to be a good father. I was scared to death. I really was. That day that my son was born and the complications of it was one of the most scariest things I've dealt with. More scarier, honestly more scarier than the car accident that I had. But man, just the thought of my wife making it through and my son making it through is something that will always humble me to this day. I love my son. All right, I really do. I love him so much. And I love my wife too. I do. Even though there are some disagreements we have from time to time. I love her dearly. That's right. But this book, Inner Simplicity, really can help a man be a man and a woman be a woman. Vice versa, but it's also a medicine for the mind. All right. Overcoming your darkest fear. Number one, I always tell people, talk about it to somebody. Try to build a support system. It doesn't even have to be friends and family. It could be strangers. There are people who don't have a lot of friends. Tell you the truth, I only, had a, I only have a few friends. Only have the only true friends I have, brother Sean Navin, is one. All right, he's a true friend. And some people who I, you know, who I thought were friends were not my friends. No hard feelings or anything. But I do have another friend over in Tennessee. Who's, who's been really very supportive. Much love to you and your lovely family, especially your children. I love you. Sean, I love you. Thank you. I really don't. I've, uh, you know, and also too. I never thought I would see or remember the day that an actress, comedian, would be a good friend of mine that I developed a close relationship with, even though I met her one time on Instagram. Mrs. Chef Angela means I love you.
You know, in a little bit, I gotta change my son's diaper. <laughs> all right, a little too much information. <laughs> but I love all of you. I love you. I love y'all, really. And <clears throat> here's another person who I like to thank Brother Tyler. Brother Tyler at work. Like, you saw something in me that other people didn't see at the job. And I just want to say thank you. I think you're one hell of a person. You're one hell of a worker and a great individual. I learned a lot from you. So much respect to you, brother. Um, another guy. At first, I thought, you know, when he was getting on me, I thought, I, I, I didn't like it at first. I was pissed. But as time goes on, he was trying to toughen me up. He was trying to say, hey, look, you got to get better. Even if it hurts to hear the truth, he will tell you, you need to get better at this. You need to do better. Gotta stop bullshit. You gotta do better. Brother Drew, thank you. Because without Drew, I would still have that soft ass mentality. He toughened, he actually toughened me up a lot. You know, I will always say sorry, sorry, sorry. He, he didn't want to hear that shit. And now that I've, you know, develop a good chemistry with him at work. Now I see that there's no room for bullshit for me. Excuse my language. No error for bullshit. No more sorries. None of that. Gotta be held yourself accountable and fix the damn thing. That's what life is. Okay. That's right. But everybody, um, Erica Baker will be a guest on my podcast. And I cannot wait for it, but we need to set the date. We really do. We need to set the date. We need to set the time. And it will happen. Okay? It will happen. So I cannot wait for it. It's going to talk about the effects of depression. It's something that a lot of people are going through, and it's good to talk about it. Ain't that right, son? Ain't that right? Tell everybody Tell everybody hi. Tell everybody hi, son. All right, that's his way of saying hi. My son, Raymond Ricks the third, y'all. But I wanna I wanna end this with everybody. Alright. Times is hard. Times is tough. It's not easy. Things things may change, but certain things remain the same. You just gotta be gotta find that strength to take it one day at a time to wipe or slay the dragon.
which is your darkest fear. That relationship with the God of your understanding is the start to a recovery process. Remember that. I want to give a special shout out to Mosi Studios. Um, I've actually uh, commented in one of the actresses' page, and I think her name is Mary. Special shout out to you. Um, yes, the Mosi Studio crew. Much love to you. Yes, um, much love to the people of Detroit, Detroit, Michigan. Um, much love to uh, Dennis Reed Productions. Uh, much love to the whole entire entrepreneurs up in Detroit. Detroit, I'm going to be honest, I've never been in Detroit, but I've interacted with some of them online or on Instagram. One, one of the most humblest people that you'll ever meet. Now, some of them, okay, most of their movies are street movies. Okay, they're street movies with a lot of rawness and realness. But they're one of the most humblest people that you'll ever meet. Remember that. Much love to Detroit. Much love. And I want us to give a real special, special, special shout out to Whitney Phillips, known as Life on Wheels with Whitney P. Yes, positive vibes on Instagram Live and most importantly on TikTok, the number one internet show on TikTok. Positive vibes with Whitney P. Special shout out, special shout out to Hypnotic Skincare. Karma's Paradise LLC. Um, JPS Beauty Boutique, um, better known as Miss Tisha, who owns it. Special shout out to you. Christopher Dash, known as Dash T-shirts Consigneur. That's right. Give a little special shout out to the Crazy Kirk girl, Miss Nellie, Jessica Adams, and her beautiful jewelry. Miss Kay Brooks from Houston, Texas. Much love to you, who is very good at life coaching, along with Sacramento, California's own Lawn Will. Yes. Brother J. Cam Trucker, special shout out to you. I am Shell's ex. Much love. My family, my parents, Sophia Vaughn and Raymond Ricks Sr., my brother Brandon Ricks. Everybody say we look like twins, but he is the stronger one, the enforcer, the, the guy with more power. He's somebody I was afraid to mess with. He, he doesn't know that. But most importantly, um, well, actually, I want to give another shout out to my wife and son. Um, my good friends, Natia, Nicole, um, Socorro Jones, 
Nelson J. Davis. What's up, you three? But a special shout out goes to the queen of Blog Talk Radio, Ms. Dawn Nicole Young. Much love to you, friend, and much love to Nefertiti surviving the game. But a special, special shout out to um, a great friend and an entrepreneur, Ms. Tasia Hunter. Yes. So, everybody, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening to this wonderful message. And remember, always make the impossible possible. You can do anything through your connection with the God of your understanding. Well, that will do it, folks. And remember to uh, continue to tune in. I'm hoping to do another episode tomorrow. Normally, I'll have a consistent schedule, but with my son, with family life, and plus, I have two jobs that bring on massive income. Well, not massive, but that bring me some income. I have to focus on that, too. So I just, until this podcast, until I bring a lot of income to this podcast, which I will keep working on, working on, you know. It's going to be hard to set a consistent schedule. So I just want to be transparent. I don't know when I'm going to bring back inner visions of a political side or when the next episode, but I will announce that in a few minutes. So until next time, y'all be safe. Y'all be driving safe. Kiss your loved ones and tell them that you love them. I'll see you later, everybody. Goodbye.